that hard to turn the knobs? Good afternoon. Welcome to Overtime. I am Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us on the final show of November 2021. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve here on the program. Hope you guys are ready for uh, the holiday weekend. Some good food, some good friends, some good family. And for the Marinci Wildcats, some good football practice. Because, hey, when you play in the state championship game in Arizona, you play on the Saturday of Thanksgiving. So, obviously, uh, we've got that to talk about today. We've got uh, high school basketball has officially started. EAC basketball is into conference season. Uh, the Suns are good. The Cardinals are good. Uh, college basketball has started. U of A had a big win. we got a lot to talk about. We'll jump right into it with the 2A football playoff championship. We had a big one on Saturday night here on KATO as the Marinci Wildcats handed Parker their first loss of the season, 39-14. to It's also the most points Parker gave up this year. Marinci set the tone early, early in that one. Opening drive, three and out for Parker, low snap on the, on the, punt, the punt try. And Marinci recovered it at the 15-yard line and scored four plays later and never looked back. Uh, Solid defensive effort for the Marinci Wildcats. Their uh, leading rusher, sophomore Mikey Casillas, did uh, was injured in that game. He he limped off a couple of times. One time he had to be carried off. Ankle injury, it looked like. Uh, So we'll see where he is for this week in that game. They will be taking on the Arizona Lutheran Coyotes, who had a dominating defensive performance of their own as they held Benson to seven points. Uh, the second time this year Benson held to seven. The first time was against Pima. We had that game on a Thursday night here on KATO. So it uh, they beat Benson 20-7. to seven. Benson was up 7 to nothing at halftime. ALA scored 20 unanswered in the second half to win 27. So it's number two ALA and number four Marinci in the 2A state championship game. It is the first state championship game for Marinci since 2012. They played in one in 1992 as well, and they won their lone football championship in 1967. 1976, I beg your pardon, 1976 is when they won their state championship. So they're looking for their second ever. As for Arizona Lutheran, they last played, they got beat last year in the semis against by Benson, so they were they avenged that loss last week so they lost last year in the semis to Benson but before that they played they won the 2000 and or the 1992 1A state championship in eight man they've not won an 11 man state championship their one state championship was in 1992 which is weird both teams were good in 92 because Marinci lost in the state championship game in 1992 Arizona Lutheran won the 1A state championship in 1992 so the cycle Almost feels like it's the same, you know, when when the kids come through those programs. And it should be a good one. Kickoff is at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yes, that's exactly the same time that Arizona and Arizona State kick off in the duel in the desert. So uh, here on KETO, we will have Marinci versus Arizona Lutheran. On our sister station, Sunny 102.3, we will have Arizona and ASU on that station. So a little programming note for those that would be looking for the game here on KETO. So 
we will have Marinci and Arizona Lutheran. And Arizona Lutheran, it was reported by the Arizona Republic's Richard Obert this week that Arizona Lutheran's starting quarterback will be out for the state championship game, and they will go with a sophomore at quarterback. So, I don't know. It's, it's an exciting time in Marinci. I mean, these kids, let's see, 2012, that means these kids were what? This year's seniors were in first or second, third grade. The last time Marinci played in a state title game. So, I think Coach Ogas was the head coach then. Um, so it's been it's been a while. So these kids uh, are excited. They the, the fans were excited. I uh, got a l- lot of good feedback from Marinci fans from this last week, thanking us for being at the game. We'll be there again Saturday. We're not done. I mean, when we commit to doing something, we go all the way. So we'll be there Saturday to bring the Marinci State Championship game at two o'clock here on KETO and Gila Valley Central dot net. Three A State football. It is. Number four, Yuma Catholic, and number two, Snowflake. So it's two and four in 3A and 2A. And number four, Yuma Catholic beat number one, ALA Gilbert North, 31-26. And Snowflake routed Valley Christian 44-10. But here's the crazy part. It was 10-3 Valley Christian at halftime, and Snowflake scored 41 unanswered points in the second half to just run away with that game against Valley Christian. So Snowflake and Yuma Catholic in the state title game at uh, 6 o'clock on Saturday at Campo Verde High School, just after the, the 2A game. So that game will be taking place after the Marinci ALA game on Saturday. And for any Snowflake fans that are listening or coaches that are listening, I will be bringing – so remember when I lost the bet uh, with uh, with Floyd Simmons, I had to wear the Snowflake jersey on Monday after the Thatcher Snowflake game. I've got to return the Snowflake jersey. So I will be bringing that with me on Saturday. So I'll be bringing back your jersey on Saturday. I've I've had several people ask me before we leave the high school football front. What do I think about who what teams are going to be moved up? So if you remember a couple of years ago, the AIA and the subcommittees all decided that every year we will re-examine the football landscape and see who needs to be moved up or down based on the three-year average winning percentage and enrollment. I don't know, and so last year they decided to to table that because not everybody played in 2020 because of COVID. But when you're using a three-year average, that that year is still in your three-year average. So I don't really see them doing anything this year either because if you're using a three-year average and one of the years is where some teams played one game and some teams played 12 games – it's uh, th- that really skews the numbers. So I don't really see the competition committee moving teams up this year based solely on winning percentage. Now, I think the teams that are 3A moving up to 2A or 3 to 3A or 3A to 4A or or the bigger schools as well will be moved up based on their enrollment more so than the football formula that has been happening in the last couple of years. So that's just my take on it. I mean, you can't if you're going to use the three year average and you didn't do anything last year because of COVID, you can't use that year this year, unless you're going to go in and make an exception, and then nobody's going to move up. But I do see them moving some teams down because in two years it's pretty obvious that some teams don't have the numbers to play in some of those bigger divisions. So I think some teams will be moved down. So we'll see, but that's just my, that's my, that's just my information. That's just my thought on that 
um, thing. And it could they could surprise me. I don't know. I just don't think that they're going to end up doing anything with with the winning percentage part. Some people ask me, well, is it time for Snowflake to move up? Mm. Has Snowflake been good? Yes. Do they have a big recruiting base like the, some of the Metro teams do? No, they're just good. Um, do, do they have a school in a big city that keep their numbers low so they can win a small at small school? No. I, I'm okay with Snowflake staying 3A. I really am. Um, that's, again, personal opinion, but – I think they're fine where they are. I think Kay Solomon and his staff do a really nice job up there. And and they've uh, obviously they've won a, a lot of games. They've back-to-back state championship games. They're defending they're the defending 2A state champions, our 3A state champions and they're going back for to try to repeat, which is is super tough to do. I mean, we saw Thatcher do it 3 years in a row in 2A and as good as they were, there were still some tough games in there. So it'll be It'll be fun to watch. I'll probably stick around and watch that one on Saturday night as well. Get to watch a game without working a game. That'll be that'll be a treat. That'll be my Thanksgiving treat. So, well, we'll take a time out here on overtime. When we come back, we'll uh, you know what? We'll break open the basketball season. High school basketball season tipped off this week as well. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're ready for a big Thanksgiving weekend um, starting as soon as possible. Uh, Let's take a look at basketball scores. Basketball season tipped off this week uh, for the local high schools, and we will uh, dig into that. Uh, This is 3A boys basketball scores from last night. Florence beat Push Ridge 76-69. Valley Christian over Fountain Hills 80-57. Globe beat San Carlos. 62-49. 62 to 49. Silver City beat Safford 61 to 49 in Danny Smith's debut as head coach. Winslow beat Chino Valley 67 to 60 and also Chino Valley beat Pinon 100 to 31. I think that uh Chin Lee uh, being off a year. <laughs> they are ready to go 100 points in a 24 minute 32 minute game I can math. That is that's hard to do. Two-way basketball scores, Wilcox beat Patagonia 64-28. The Gregory School over San Miguel 66-29. Highland Prep beat Sequoia Charter 95-69. That sounds like another up-and-down game. Uh, Horizon Honors beat Scottsdale Prep 60-56 in overtime. Santan Charter over Phoenix Christian 54-51. Phoenix Country Day beat Valley Lutheran 80-24. St. Michael overs Mini Farms 73-20. Madison Highland beat Tombstone 89-36. Hopi beat Red Mesa 86-76, and Magdalena, New Mexico beat St. John's 72-36. Good to see those, the North Region teams back in action as well. 1A varsity boys basketball scores. Baba Kiefer beat Sam Manuel 72-67. Then Joe City beat Baba Kiefer 57-41. These teams are all playing in preseason tournaments, which is why they have so many games. Uh, Duncan beat Patagonia 56-21. Hayden over Joe City, 59-54. Ash Fork beat Baghdad, 33-25. Salome over Mountainside, 76-15. The Gregory School beat San Miguel, 66-29. Basis Flagstaff beat Mayer, 59-20. Wait, the mascot for Basis Flagstaff is the Yeti? Really? That's, I am today years old. Base, I, I need some swag from them. Bases, Flagstaff, Yetis. Uh, Fort Thomas uh, boys opened up with a win over Superior, 54-27. to 
And that'll do it for the boys' side of thing. On the side of things, the girls' side of 1A vas- basketball, Benson beat Baba Kivri 49-30. Then Benson beat Desert Christian 55-19. Wilcox over San Simone 36-28. Bisbee beat Joe City 54-36. Amphi beat Duncan 52-20. Fort Thomas over Superior 79-19. Mayor beat Basis Flagstaff 52-11. St. Michael over Mini Farms 45-21. Rock Point beat Williams 59-37. Red Mesa beat Hopi 59-45. And Duncan beat St. Augustine 37-30 at Amphi High School is the preseason tournament. That was 1A girls, 2A girls. We've got San Carlos over Globe 70-31. Horizon Honors beat Scottsdale Prep 41-29. Phoenix Christian over Santan Charter 60-25. Madison Highland beat Tombstone 35-28. Chin Lee over Pinon 53-13. St. John's beat Magdalena, New Mexico 60-22. Dysart over Scottsdale Christian 46-35. 3A girls scores look like this. Mesa Mountain View beat Santan Foothills 51-33. Push Ridge over Florence 59-32. Fountain Hills beat Valley Christian 39-36. Winslow over Chino Valley, 81-13. Chin Lee beat Pinon, we said earlier, 53-13. Gilbert beat Eastmark, 52-28. And Gilbert Christian beat ALA Ironwood, 64-34. Those were the opening, the scores for opening basketball. Uh, Thatcher opens at Alchesay. And let's just look at uh, how, where... Everyone, uh, everyone opens at because it's that time of year when everybody starts. Let's we'll start on the girls' side of things for high school basketball. So we'll find out. Safford girls will open the season December third against Catalina at home. Uh, then they have. Thatcher at Thatcher on December 7th. Then they'll go to the Round Valley Round Ball Shootout Tournament December 9th through the 11th. They'll have Pima at Pima on December 16th, and then they'll take part in the EAC Christmas Tournament the 18th through the 21st, and that'll be their final games of 2021. The Thatcher Lady Eagles will open up at Alchesay on December 2nd before having Safford on the 6th or the 7th. Uh, the 16th, they will take on Window Rock at home. Man, Thatcher is not messing around. Alchesay and Window Rock in the first two weeks of the season. Then they've got the – they are not going to the e- the uh, Round Valley Tournament. They will have the EAC Tournament December 18th through the 21st. And then they will go to the Flowing Wells Shootout Girls Basketball Tournament the 28th and 29th. Well, their first game will be against Nogales. And then they'll be at Pima January 4th. It's not a – not an easy schedule this year for just looking through for the Thatcher uh, Lady Eagles. Uh, let's go to Pima and see what uh, the defending 2A girls state champions under Roy Corona look like. They open up the 30th next week against Fort Thomas at home. Then they're at San Carlos December 2nd, home against Santan Charter on December 7th. Then they will go to Flagstaff in the Pepsi Holiday Tournament taking on Winslow and Alhambra in the first two games, the 9th and the 10th. They've got St. David at home on the 14th, Safford at home on the 16th, and then the EAC Girls Tournament the 18th through the 21st. And then Lee Haas's Fort Thomas squad 
Obviously got a win to start the season already over Superior, 79-19. Uh, they'll have Pima on the 30th of November. Duncan at home on December 3rd. San Carlos at home on December 7th. Then the EAC tournament. Oh, sorry, they go to Round Valley as well, the 9th through the 11th. At Civic the 14th. The EAC girls tournament, 18th to 21st to round out the 2021 season. On the boys' side of things... The schedule's pretty much going to be the same. The, only, the, the invitational tournaments will be the only thing that uh, is different. So let's, let's, we'll start with Cliff Thompson's Pima boys. They've got Fort Thomas on the 30th, at San Carlos on the 2nd. Uh, the 7th, they got Santan Charter, which is the same. They go to the Pepsi Holiday Tournament in Flagstaff as well, the 9th through the 11th, where they'll start with Paradise Honors and then Mingus. St. David and Safford. The boys' tournament, the 20th through the 22nd, will round out their 2021 part of their schedule. Fort Thomas boys, under Matthew Dona, got the win over Superior, 54-27. Then they're at Pima the 30th. Home against Duncan and Fort Thomas on the 3rd and the 7th. Then they will go to the Round Valley Round Ball Shootout as well. And they'll end their season with the EAC, or their 2021 portion of their season in the holiday tournament at EAC. Let's see what the Thatcher Eagles are up to under Kyle Hull. At Alchesay on the 2nd, home against Safford on the 7th, Window Rock on the 16th. Then they will go to the Boys Holiday Tournament at EAC, the 22nd through the 20th, the 20th through the 22nd. Then they will be at the Timber Mesa White Mountain Classic hosted by Blue Ridge, the 28th through the 30th, and that will end their season their 2021 portion of their season and Danny Smith Safford Bulldogs have Catalina so they got beat last night at Silver City 61-49 they'll have Catalina at home the third at Thatcher the seventh they will then go to snow to Round Valley for the round ball tournament Pima on the 16th and the EAC boys tournament the 20th through the 22nd so that is how the Season will, uh, the 2021 portion of the season anyways, will pan out for the local basketball teams. We'll take a timeout when we come back. We'll take a look at how EAC has done since the conference season has started and preview a little bit of uh, the Cardinals do not play this weekend. So we'll just talk about the Cardinals and the Suns coming up after the break. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson, hope you have a good Thanksgiving this week. Let's take a look at the ACCAC. Eastern Arizona men and women had a great non-conference start to the season, and it's been a little bit rocky since the conference season has started. Eastern had uh, gone up to the number 10 team in the country. They were 7-0, and or they were 6-0. and uh, Then they lost their first two conference games at Central and at Western. They got back on uh, the winning track last night with a win over Community Christian College out of California, 96-22. to and a big blowout win over that. But Eastern is going to trying to find a win today against Glendale in the ACCAC, trying to figure that out. Uh, November 24th, actually it's not today. Uh, when is that? Oh, the 29th. Uh, today, the only game today is Snow College versus Chandler Gilbert Community College. Snow College is at Central Arizona on the 26th as they make an Arizona run. This is women's. North Idaho College is at Arizona Western on the 26th. And at Central Arizona on the 27th, Snow College is at Arizona Western on the 27th as well. Eastern will head to Glendale on November 29th. 
at 5.30, and then they will be home on December 1st against Phoenix College. On the men's side, uh, they have played three conference games. They have dropped all three of them. Uh, they, they had a great start to the season as well. The ACC, ACCAC is, is a tough league. Like, it's, it's hard for people that have not watched it over the years to understand how tough that, that league is. So right now, Glendale, the Glendale men are 8-0, which is a huge start for them. They're 3-0 in the league, which is huge. Cochise are 9-1, 3-0 in the league. Western 7-2, 2-0 in the league. Central is 6-1, 2-1 in the league. Eastern sits uh, in last place at 4-4. Four and four. Losers of three straight in that one. So uh, Eastern lost at Central 94-90, lost at Arizona Western 87-66, and lost last night in Glendale 91-81. They are at the New Mexico Military Institute tournament this weekend, the 27th. They will be taking on uh, teams over there in the Godfrey Athletic Center on the campus in Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, they will be back at home December 1st against Phoenix College for a 7.30 tip-off. Uh, we should have that game for you here on KETO. It will also be on the EAC live stream page as well. Cardinals, still good. Suns figured it out. 13 wins in a row. Uh, ASU basketball up and down. Uh, U of A basketball on the up right now after knocking off number four, Michigan, in, to win the tournament they were in in the preseason. We are out of time. We hope you have a thanks, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll leave you with something I'm thankful for. Great athletes and great teams, great coaches in the Gila Valley because for the 14th time, I'll be calling a state championship game on Saturday. Marinci, Arizona Lutheran, a state football championship. That is only football. So we'll see you on Saturday. Have a good one. Goodbye. 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 You'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.